0: If you don't get pumped up by that, I can't help you. I I don't I don't know what to say. Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. It's heading back to the window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen. I am the lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper of winnersandwiners.com. Today, we do, uh, we do this every day. Not just today, but every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as we try to guide everyone through their journey and uh, take them along with us as we uh, try our best to head back to the window. So... I love that. I love that drum opening, Scott. It sounds like uh, you know what you know what uh, for King and Country is. You ever you ever heard them? No. They do it. They do it. They're all they're like a really, really like almost. They're very drum heavy. They're not completely drums, but uh, they how do, drum heavy are they? They do a great version of the Little Drummer Boy. Now, as may come to a surprise of you, I'm not a huge religious Christmas music fan, but they do a version of this that's just it's fantastic. Look it up on YouTube. You'll love it, trust me, for, uh, for for king and country, little drummer boy. Okay, that's my unnecessary plug for the day. Good to be here, guys. Welcome to the show. Let's see who's checking in, shall we? Brendan Kubas in the house, James Mouse, J.C. Stone, and the Big X. What's happening, guys? Good to be here with y'all. How'd your day go yesterday, Skeeter?
1: Uh, it was okay. Uh, I ended up losing my play the day the Raptors no-showed. had the farm uh, with, of course, the Fox play. And my player props have been pretty good, so that's definitely a good sign. Uh, pretty quiet night though. I had a couple of props that I kind of went 50-50 on, but I ended up winning this morning with Canada over one and a half team total in the first period. So woke up about yeah uh, with another win in my pocket, which always is nice.
0: Outstanding. I had the uh, I had the United States little plus little plus money play against Switzerland in curling. It looked bad. And we ended up stealing uh, two in the last two ends, and it was a couple of just unbelievable shots by the skip, uh, John Schuster. Just, just first class curling. I, I know it sounds ridiculous to say it, but it was. They were great matches with some fucking great shots. So, uh, call the cops in Cleveland State last night against uh, Fort Wayne. Uh, I actually,
1: said I liked Fort Wayne in that game. That was a stressful what was that three hours yeah what to go to three overtimes
0: what happened there not enough room to talk about the uh 33 over yeah <laughs> the 33 overtimes uh real madrid and city in the champions league cool uh i'm the feeling
1: co- a draw in the real match i think real and psg will be pretty evenly matched i see a 1-1 final there by the guess
0: there you go uh t train in the house what's up buddy uh, Magellan sports has called the cops on Drexel losing uh plus three. three five. I, I didn't watch that one. Did you see that one? I did not. Oh, uh, not good. Joan got juiced on Canada. Uh, did Fort Wayne plus one and money line. Excellent. David, Uh good call on Fox last night. Thanks Zach. It, uh, it didn't look great. there. kind of in the, it looked great at halftime. It didn't look great in the third quarter, a little bit of the fourth quarter and then uh, looked okay. So. By the way,
1: Joan, I'm a bit confused. You said he got juiced on the Canada over. In what hockey? Was it? I thought I thought it was six and a half. Did it close seven? That's not good.
0: I don't know. I did. I know they went
1: over the team total.
0: Good number there. Um, of course, guys. Let's let's get all the housekeeping out of the way up front. Of course, welcome to the show. Of course, don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button if you're here on YouTube. If you're catching us on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook do the appropriate things to show how much you love the show. <laughs> we appreciate it. And of course check out our pals over there doing their thing at just parlays Jim Williams and Chris King every day at 1:30 p.m. Eastern time as they talk about just parlays and so so much more. and of course um, we want you to uh, head over there to MGM. We're doing a great uh, deal with BetMGM. MGM got all the links and everything in the show notes. And tell me if you like this, Scott, if you bet $10 on any NBA game, you get 200 bucks if either team hits a three-pointer. Huh? Huh? Now, I know there's a couple NBA teams. That maybe you wouldn't have confidence in that. But I think you're getting pretty good money there. You're getting 20, 20 to 1 on, uh, on on somebody hitting a three-pointer. So that's good. Like I said, the links are below. Uh, of course, it's void wherever. whatever it's, it's prohibitive if you don't have it in your state. If you're in missouri or utah or something or texas whatever fuck i'm sorry i'm sorry uh but if you are lucky enough to be uh, in a state with gambling bet mgm almost certainly is there so make sure you check out that link and of course you must be 21 to play
1: i can't imagine what it's like to live in a state that doesn't have uh, proper sports gambling right i can't relate
0: mm, how soon they forget what do you what do you what do you yeah. been legal two weeks now
1: uh i think it's about a month and change
0: okay oh wait. is that right it's been a month in new york already
1: I believe so my God I'm trying to remember the first game that it was legal in. I want to say it was the Chiefs Broncos weekend
0: mm. I think was it that okay all right um hey we just found out we just put it all together for those of you that are excited about the WWE we've got uh we're doing we're doing our show um, on Thursday with our resident WWE expert David the dominator has. Uh, when I say he likes resting a lot, Scott, I'm not kidding. The, the dude likes yeah. and he fucking he knows everything about it. He makes money on it. So uh Do You think as, it's gonna be a good show? As um what is it? I can't remember what it I It ta- doesn't matter what, what they what tell you it think? was. It's not hell in a what? cell, it's not I, I can't remember what, uh, I, what I said it? it was. Uh I, I live for yeah, David and down there in Tucson rubbing it in again. Hey David, it's sixty five degrees here today, so suck it. Uh of course it's gonna be fifteen tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck fifty degrees difference between today and tomorrow.
1: Wisconsin was that way all the time. Yep. It was like fifty one day and then ten the next day. It yep. was a disaster.
0: Uh you know, the king of that is Colorado. Like if you live in Denver, it'll be seven it'll be seventy and beautiful. And you're talking about January. And it's like 65, 70. seventy, you're like, fuck, this is fantastic. And you and you get a foot of snow the next day. So
1: Yeah, you just gotta make sure Aaron Rodgers visits when it's uh like fifty.
0: Would hey, would you guys all right, let me put it out there. If we did a NASCAR show, knowing that we are novice NASCAR betters, probably a little over average, but we are not NASCAR experts. Would you, if we did a show for Daytona, cause we talked about that. If we did a show for Daytona, would you guys, would you guys watch? So put, put in the comment section, if you'd watch our Daytona preview. Um, all right. So uh, best overs today says Erica, Erica, loving those overs, man. You got to J C Stone tone says yes on NASCAR. It's 27 in Pen- in Pennsylvania. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joan. I'm very sorry. Uh, all right. Okay, dude. We've got some, we've got some we've got some positive NASCAR stuff. So, all right. You want to do a NASCAR show Friday?
1: I mean, I'm in for the jokes. I'm gonna have to do some research for it, but I'm looking forward
0: to gonna it. Gonna have to crack a book. But uh, yeah. Well, and is it, this is where we'll lean on you guys a lot too? Because I guarantee you, there's people that watch a lot more NASCAR than we do that are going to be tuning in. But Scott and I are going to do some deep dives. We'll do some digging around, see if we can find some, yeah. you know, who's running good. And of course, Daytona, it's always a fucking crapshoot. I know enough about NASCAR yeah. to know that. If you're if you're on the lead lap, I already it, know
1: you're going to be on the Stenhouse bandwagon, right? Uh,
0: rec, rec uh, what, what Spinhouse.
1: Yeah, Recky Spinhouse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, bet on the Rex. Yes.
1: The only uh, thing I know is that NASCAR was something I was always interested in when I was a lot younger, mm-hmm. but. I know when it was pandemic time, NASCAR is one of the four, first leagues to come back. We did the show every week. Yep, I actually made a killing on it. I so did too. Hopefully, that carries over.
0: I did too, man. You just had to find out your you had to find your niche, and yeah, we did. We all did very well, which. I don't know. Surprise me. I've got a buddy of mine. I, told well, I didn't bet time. on
1: Kyle Bush to win any of the weeks, so that worked out. Pretty we
0: were hard. we were with uh, we were with another guy. Uh, God rest his soul. Um, he's he's still alive. He's just not with us anymore. But he every week we'd pick three picks, and fucking Kyle Bush would be one of his picks to win every <laughs> time. It was every time. It was just it, it was just sad. he didn't
1: win, and then the next year he won like four races or so. But yeah, Joe and I didn't upload a UFC video on Saturday. I probably should have because I actually did pretty well personally on the card. But I thought it through. Nothing really jumped off the page. So oh, I just ended up not doing it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's beautiful news. I did pretty well, but I shared none of my picks with you, so suck it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. T Train worked for NASCAR for 31 years. I think I think that would be a cool job. Like, were you down there like one of the individual NASCAR judges or officials that were? would check the car and you watch the pit stops and all that. Like, said so he did 31 years and retired 10 years ago. Haven't watched a race since. I can see that <laughs> when you had to do it every Sunday for. I don't know whatever they have thirty races 30, 34 races I don't even know but a fucking shit ton I could see that after what what would that be you close to you're closing in on a grand you're over you're over nine hundred you do that for thirty one years I could see he's the
1: Joe West of uh, NASCAR officials
0: he's not the Joe West he's the Steve Palermo I'm guessing
1: no I was saying that he was around for the all time race record
0: um oh that's, that's, a, that's a lot of races that is so that's that, a lot that's a ton of races I wonder if he can sing like Joe West um. Our family always bet Indy 500 with picking three, three drivers and average. Uh, yeah, that would be fun. I could see that. Although uh, I
1: saw Eric asked before for our favorite total of the day. Yeah. We'll talk about one later in the show.
0: We do. We have a, uh, oh, he was a flagman. Oh, you could teach me how to. Do, oh, there's a real skill to that. Because you always watch like the, the pretend flag people, the honorary, and they suck. And they're raving it like this. Oh, fucking to do the flourish. Oh, I'd love it. It's oh. all about the wrist. It, it. I bet it is. That's my guess. That's my guess um do you know what all the flags mean scott that's kind of fascinating
1: uh you talking about uh i know the basic ones uh, i'm not sure what you mean by all of them i, I might be forgetting one or two you know what the blue, sure know the blue
0: the blue flag with the with the gold line through it
1: blue flag with the line
0: yeah you're saying move over move the fuck oh, over really? i wish i had one of those when i drive on the highway Uh, Michael said, Michael said he got really good at betting on Russian table tennis. We had our guest on, uh, Allie Barnes this weekend for our pre-show and she did the same thing and she would just look for inefficiencies in the line. This is a, it was a brilliant strategy, Scott. And I'm kind of ashamed of us for not thinking of it because she would just compare lines and find out where the value was. She knew nothing about the sport. She just played it completely from a numerical standpoint and made money. So
1: are you trying to rant to me about shopping your lines when I'm
0: like the master of mentioning that I shot my lines? No, I'm in, like, just saying we. we never thought about that for table tennis. We're like, well, table tennis. I've you know,
1: never bet table tennis. I, that's a little bit too. Well, fuck. We never saw all the I'm sports not for actual tennis.
0: We never saw the sports shut down either. That is true. For a while, it was just table tennis. For like a week or two, it was just table tennis. That was all there was, man. I'll never forget Scott. And then we're gonna go on to stuff. First night of the pandemic. The first, first video I made after the pandemic hit when when Gobert did the thing and they fucking just shut the NBA down in about forty five minutes. I did a uh,
1: college basketball was the morning after, right?
0: Yeah, they started like like they came to on the Wednesday. They came to some of them canceled and then some of them showed up and like the Big Twelve they showed up and they they canceled it. And one of them was at the Big East where they started and they that, qu- fucking quit at halftime.
1: That was the Saint John's. Creighton game they played the first half and then they stopped at halftime
0: um yeah that would be uh uh so yeah that was it was a weird time anyway hey let's get to it man let's find out what happened yesterday shall we and i I just wanted. to i just want to talk for half an hour to t-train and get all the fucking stories find out who's a dick and who's cool um but you know what we can't do that so let's let's do it let's find out how it went yesterday for y'all we'll find out who were the winners who were the whiners who took it in the shorts and who took it to the bank Let's find out on today's edition of Call the Cops. All right, we're going to fire it up in the NBA. If you had the Bulls team total under 118 and a half firing up against the Spurs, you just needed Chicago to score less than 36 points in the fourth quarter. That doesn't sound unreasonable. That caps out to 144 for the game. So, yeah, that's a pace that you don't think they're going to get. Well, you'd be wrong. Uh, the Bulls they ended up finishing up with a uh, hundred at twenty points, which means they put up 37, I'm gonna guess, in the fourth quarter. Not good. If you had the Bulls team total under 118 and a half, that was 75% of a great bet. Unfortunately, it was a hundred percent of a loser.
1: And for the standard portion of they call it overtime, not undertime. If you had William and Mary and UNC Wilmington under 140 and a half. You had 126 points in regulation. It's an even number, so you know where this is going. Game landed 153 after overtime.
0: Not good, not good, my friend. Um, I told you I liked that William. I like William and Mary. I thought that was too many points. So, mm. unfortunately, the game is already going on <laughs> we did that. So, speaking of over machines, hello Northern Colorado. If you had Southern Utah though on the side plus three and a half, you thought you were absolutely golden. Why? Because they led by 17 points. With 5:22 left, let me say that again. You're catching three and a half, and you led by 17. You're 20 and a half to the good. Can you just and no overtime? And can you just not give up a 21 point fucking run to end the game? Southern Utah says we cannot do that. I'm very sorry. Northern Colorado finished the game. Sit down, everybody. On a 32 to 10 run, Southern Utah loses by five. They even had a fucking extra point. To spend air yikes if you had southern utah right there i am so sorry although seriously they're terrible um call the cops and then go to a meeting
1: a 32 to 10 run in the final five minutes and no. 22 seconds no of the
0: game. no 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 not for me thank you
1: with no overtime
0: no that is absolutely wild that's that's insanity right there i don't even know how you pull that off no it's it's you know you go well the, you're well. They're gonna come back. And like, no, they're gonna come back. And fucking, uh, yeah,
1: they're gonna win come by back five. Win by two. Like, you know, that's yeah. fine. They win by two. You win. Right. You win. Yeah. Northern Colorado wins. Everybody wins. Everybody but no, wins. They, they just decided to ruin your hopes and dreams. Not good.
0: <laughs> Not good. All right. So for every winner, uh, there's a whiner, and for every whiner, there's a winner. And you know who you are because these are the picks that were just. Mwah. Mm, it was like it was like taking uh, Hendrickson to get a sack or Stafford to throw an interception. It was a lock. That's what I'm saying. And there was an easy victory because you were sitting in the rocking chair.
1: So the first one, if you had the Pelicans plus three against the Raptors, I did not. I actually had the Raptors. Mm, me too. Uh, the Pelicans led by 16 points at halftime, and they won by 30. Complete no show by Toronto.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand that. Toronto had everybody healthy. Yeah. I, yeah, totally blindsided me, too. I had, a, I had that. It was a p- premium pick. I also had K-State. That one was, uh, uh, that was a good game. Uh, they were down at halftime, come, came back. But that Toronto game, it was kind of a rocking chair uh, the other way for us, where you could just uh, crawl underneath a rocking chair I early. though
1: I do like the Kansas State started to go a bit smaller with their mm-hmm. lineups. They actually looked pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Not great. They might not make the tournament, but they had at least changed things up. And I'll give Coach Weber props for that.
0: Kansas State is a lot like the USA Curling team right now. They're going to have to just about win out, and probably still won't do it. But uh, they're hanging in there, though. They are. They're, it's a it's a it's a thing with K State this late season surge that they that they get themselves on. So, uh, taking a, another look at college basketball, if you had, uh, I wrote it, I wrote it, I put it in backwards, buddy. Sorry. Uh, oh no, you here sk- it is. You, skip,
1: you skipped the middle one.
0: You're right. There it is. My bad. If you had the, staying in the NBA, if you had the Kings Nets under 230, uh, three of the quarters had less than 49 points. And uh, unlike some other games that happened, there was no miracles that happened there uh, late. The game landed 194. Hello. If you had the under 230 there, mm, no bout to doubt it.
1: And the last one, if you had Ooey Pooey plus 18 against Illinois Chicago, they led by six at the half. And even they couldn't blow it. They lost the game, but they didn't blow the cover. They ended up losing by three.
0: Ui Pui. according to Ken Palm, is the worst team in the country, by the way.
1: But they covered.
0: But they covered. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, All Ken, Ken is, Palm doesn't rate them against the number.
1: Every dog has its day.
0: Every rose has its thorn.
1: That is true. Red Michaels would agree
0: with that. That's absolutely correct, sir. All right, let's check in on the comments here. What do we got going on? Right, Raptors took the red pill. God, I think the mm-hmm. they took the, uh, the the pill that like the spies keep on them in case they get cat. That's the pill they took, where they just fucking start foaming at the mouth about thirty seconds later. Uh, Tillman Ponds out. Jaw is questionable. Talk about for tonight's game.
1: Yeah, well, Jaw's the big one. Of course, Tillman's a good backup big man, but he hasn't been that big. He hasn't really had that much of a role because you still have Clark, you still have Jackson, you still have Adams. So they still got a lot of big men that that you can kind of rotate in and out. So it doesn't seem like they're in, I'd say, bad shape in terms of injuries. But Jaw is the serious question mark, and I don't really know how you can bet the Grizzlies without knowing if he's going to play. I know they were good without him earlier in the season, but we know how good Jai is. Like you'll you'll lose a decent amount of points if you gamble on it now and Morant's ruled out at the last minute.
0: Yep, yep. He's not only the straw that stirs the drink; he's about half the drink. So, Bronco yeah, pretty De- pretty Bronco cool. Devil says, "Interesting to hear about the regulars' lives before we all got the Scotts fever." <laughs> it's a terrible thing. There's no there's no cure for that, by the way. There's no cure for Scotts fever um i won like 29 gram on uh uh oh that was oh so that's who it was scott
1: yeah magellan i mean you were on the right side of the northern colorado comeback so
0: he sent the glad we could help yeah sent the hence he sent the ticket there he said he won like uh, 28 grand on a four-teamer last night in part based on that farm play uh pink Scott on twitter about it yep uh thanks you you're certainly welcome magellan that's those are the fucking kind of stories we like to hear
1: you also got to give a shout out to a for no shelling that match against uh, Nakashima because he won, I believe, two games in the entire match.
0: Absolutely, just punted the damn thing. Kind of the opposite of the Northern Colorado game, huh? Or he had the over there, or he had the side. No, he, he, he
1: had Colorado money he, money line. He didn't have the spread.
0: Oh okay. Oh fuck. Never a doubt. Um, okay, what do you got for tonight, bud? Anything you like?
1: Uh, well, we
0: got anybody asking you about anything? Did I miss anything while I was doing the thing there?
1: I didn't see much. I feel like it's a lot of people that's just talking about um, either bad beats that happened last night or just going through some soccer scores. Uh, Man, Man City's I see up two nothing. They should be. Uh, sporting isn't exactly uh, good. They're fine, I guess, but Man City's Man City, so they're up two nothing. Yeah, that's kind of all there is to it. I do see it zero zero in the Real game. I think that'll probably end in a draw, but you have anything you like for today? Um, over there in the Premier, no, you
0: know I'm not going to hate soccer. I was, not in soccer.
1: On soccer, it's the Champions League actually, but I mean
0: in general, uh, I don't hate Memphis minus three. I like this. I think this team's uh, in college. I think I, I think this team is uh, maybe finally learning how to play together, Scott. And Cincinnati's been an inconsistent team all season long. I'm. Uh, I was. I was impressed with the, what this Memphis team did on the road to Houston. That 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 certainly has my attention. Cincinnati just uh, one and four last five against the number four and six at home overall. Um, I'm on. I'm on. I really the, need to do, I, I need to brush nice up on my
1: broc- on my uh, bracketology. Just because I'm a little bit behind. Yeah. Memphis, I know, is 14 and eight. They had a couple of pretty underwhelming losses earlier in the year. They actually didn't age that horribly, uh, but. They've won five in a row. They've looked pretty solid in conference play. They're eight and four. Uh, yeah, my question for you is: Do you think people were a little bit too harsh on Penny Hardaway earlier in the year?
0: Perhaps, perhaps. Um, we'll see. I think the jury—I think the jury's certainly still out. But uh, yeah, I mean, and they were. I think there were some high expectations for that team, and they certainly didn't meet them early. And they, like you said, they took some bad losses. Took some bad conference losses too. Uh, you know they've uh, they've got losses to uh, East Carolina on there, and uh, uh, I'm looking at the other bad loss. I get you know SMU is not as bad in retrospect.
1: The loss to Georgia is not great. I know Georgia no. is a Power Five, but that team's bad.
0: Um, somebody asked John, "Did you ask a question I missed? Did you see a question from John Doe?"
1: Uh yeah. Do we like Charlotte tonight? Uh
0: NBA, I assume.
1: Yeah, once again, um, I feel like this is a spot where something that's common in the NBA, you see a team that is pretty awful defensively against another team that's just awful defensively. The total in this game is a cool 244. (laughs) Uh, I don't really like the under. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if you can really take it over at 244, but... I'm not taking the under. I mean, you're looking at Minnesota's games. They've been an absolute track meet. I mean, each of the last four games that they've played, have had at least 248 points. I'm looking at the over. I can't say that I'm going to personally put money on it, but do I want to lay six and a half with the Timberwolves? Not really. I feel like it's a situation where if either team can't really get a stop, the last thing I want to do is lay six and a half points. So I feel like I'm tempted to take the dog, but you might want to look for some player prop overs. Anthony Edwards, either points or Towns points, or if you want to go for ball assists. I'm just expecting a bunch of points. If you want to go for three-pointers, you can look for an Oubre, look for a Rozier, look for an Anthony Edwards. But I feel like there's going to be a prop game where if you want to do some same-game parlays, parlay a bunch of overs and just hope that you see a bunch of points, which you probably should. That seems to be a good recipe.
0: You, I'll ride this Minnesota team on the side. I, I you know, I'm I'm with you. I'm tempted to play the over. I, I don't want to get involved with the under under any circumstances. Yeah. But I, I think almost just as a rule, I can't get involved with 244. I, I just can't make myself. You remember
1: judge. when the referees were like swallowing their whistles in the beginning of the year, and mm-hmm. there was a bunch
0: of unders. Yep. Yeah, it
1: seems to be a long time ago.
0: Yeah, it really, it really does. Um, so I'll 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 take the Timberwolves uh, minus minus the six there. Somebody asking about uh, SMU for tonight. Uh, choo, 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 choo. Let me get to it here. <laughs> By the way, Tony, I would love to. Uh, I'd love to see. I keep threatening to come up there in the summer for a uh, for a lobster roll. and Now I have extra incentive because I get a lobster roll and hear some fucking NASCAR stories. And
1: uh, although he wasn't talking, James wasn't talking about SMU tonight. He was talking about them to win the conference.
0: Oh, sorry, 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 sorry.
1: They do have the head-to-head because they did end up beating Houston. Um, plus 160. Mm. I feel like that's not enough value for me because even though they have the breaker right now over Houston, the same they got Memphis breathing, de- breathing down their neck, that seems to be the type of conference where it's just going to come down to like the last couple of games, last game or two. I feel like in a three-horse race, I need a little bit better than plus 160. And I know SMU does have head-to-head wins. I mentioned against Houston. They also have a head-to-head win against Memphis. But I think you'd agree with me that conference looks like it's going down right to the wire. Plus 160 is not enough meat on the bone for me.
0: I need 200 there. I gotta. Ha- yeah. I got. I gotta have. I gotta have 200 because, like you said, you've got you've got three teams that are you know nine and two. Uh, well, SMU and Houston are 9-2, and, and, of course, Memphis is back at 8-4. and four, but
1: They have a home game against Memphis coming up. They got a road game against Houston. Let's assume they lose the road game against Houston. Then you're already in a dogfight, not to mention potentially losing to Memphis as well. So the schedule is not exactly easy going down the road. I feel like SMU might also throw in maybe a stinker every now and then because they're a team that's been – Good, but mm-hmm. I can't say they're fully reliable all the time. They're good at home. That seems like an absolute crapshoot in that conference.
0: They're fucking nails at home, buddy. But they are. They're, I'm saying on the road, yeah. you never
1: know in these conference games.
0: Nope, nope, absolutely not. Um, yeah, I I do think the value is going to go up, James. I think especially if Houston comes out and dominates in their next game, and yeah. put and puts that the stink of that Memphis game a little bit behind them. I think maybe you're going to go up to one sixty five, one seventy. You but get, even if SMU.
1: SMU, let's just say SMU actually wins their next couple of games, they beat Memphis, they beat Temple. Let's say Houston also runs the table. If Houston beats SMU in Houston, which they should, because in Houston they'll be favored by a decent amount of points, what do you think the live odds, live odds there are going to be for the conference? Houston will definitely be favored.
0: Oh, no question. I mean, that's
1: not even going to be close. It might even be a minus at that point.
0: Agreed, agreed. Well, so uh, I think
1: you're better off waiting.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Um, Somebody talking about Colorado or uh, Oregon State tonight against Colorado. Oregon State catching four, but I think I know he's, you got a video on that one. He's got him on the money line. Uh, you oh, you did a, you did all the uh, deep dive on this? I said you did. What's that?
1: What oh yeah, was it was it was, it
0: was one of my totals plays. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as, as far as the side goes, good luck. That's that's what I'll say because uh, good
1: advice. Uh, I, I Oregon State could easily win the game just because they're at home. Whatever. But Oregon State's three and nineteen. I mean, they're three and nine at home. They're three and nineteen overall. They're five 16 and one ATS. They're really awful at everything. Yeah, Colorado's not good against the number, but they are fifteen and nine overall. So they're definitely the better team. I like the under, but that's basically it. Like, if you want to go to the window backing a three and nineteen team, I'm rooting for you. But that's not for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I know. I assume you're getting a good price there on that. But uh, anything else? Uh, whoa, well, Wisconsin and Indiana. That's it. Oh, that's a that's a great question.
1: Um, I mean, you know that I'm the master of constantly fading my favorite teams or the schools that I root for. But do you want to bet against Indiana and Assembly Hall in the unranked versus ranked spot? Nope. nope. it's it's the classic uh, system play where Indiana should have beaten Wisconsin on the road earlier in the year. I believe they were up double digits at the half, and they completely just blew the game. But at an assembly hall against Wisconsin, I have to go with Indiana, right? I mean, I've been back in the system play the entire season, and yep. it's done
0: pretty well. I cannot – I, I and somebody asked me earlier about my Tigers of Missouri going up against Arkansas – um Arkansas. Not there, it isn't. It's in Kansas, it's the Arkansas River, but the state is Arkansas. So a little fun fact for you. This is a game. Scott, you know how many Missouri scored the first time these two teams played?
1: Uh 48.
0: Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Put up fifteen in the first half. Said, hold my beer. I don't feel like we can put up that many in the second half. And they didn't. Uh, Arkansas win by 35 as a 14 and a half point chalk. So now, this game, Arkansas is a seven and a half, eight point chalk.
1: By the <sighs> way, they scored 43.
0: What's in that? In the first meeting.
1: They scored 43 in the first meeting. No, dude, I'm looking at it. They, did not they score. scored 15 in the first half.
0: No, dude. It was, they it lost was...
1: 87 to 43.
0: No. Was... I'm looking at ESPN. I was 64 29. No, oh, that's I rem- I,
1: completely made up.
0: I remember that game.
1: No, it's not made. I'm up. I'm looking right at it.
0: It's not made up.
1: Against Arkansas? Yeah.
0: All right, now it I want. says
1: right here, Missouri lost by 44.
0: All right, no, hang on. I want now. I want to know.
1: So I don't know what you're talking about.
0: All right, so talk this for were
1: 28 a... points in the second half.
0: Nope. Talk for a minute while I look this. while you while I look this up?
1: Okay, well I'm right. So while you find the evidence that proves I'm right, I'll make sure an article about that game. Uh, Missouri has been a lot more competitive at home. Unfortunately for them, they're still not good at basketball. Uh, Arkansas had the classic letdown spot. I can't even call it a letdown because they really fought to the final whistle. But they ended up playing against Bama, lost on the road by one after they beat the number one team in the country. So I'm not going to blame them for that. Alabama is still a tough place to play. You're going to Missouri, so I'm expecting a lower scoring game. Uh, I like the under. In this game i, I think the total is just too high you're looking at a spot where we know missouri's offense got absolutely clamped by arkansas last game but we also know missouri loves to slow down the pace so i think you'll see a lower scoring game i like the under
0: so i'm gonna t- i'm not gonna tell you what site i'm using but it's the one i use for my stats all the time it's a it's a fucking legit site and okay and then i, I looked it up independently because i don't trust espn all the time either but yeah, you're right, dude. And uh, it was, it was, I yeah. mean,
1: it's not impressive. Like uh, they scored 43. It's not like there's a huge, the weird thing is, is I, I, whatever, I
0: swear to, I swear to God, it's the Mandela effect. Cause when I saw 29 points, I was like, that's right. I fucking remember that game where they scored 29 points. It was unbelievable. So not only did I see that, but I had, I had confirmation bias in my head that I remembered that score. The so is they that, was, 43 that, that either was fucking way. bizarre.
1: Absolutely buried.
0: Um, that's, a, that's really all that matters. No, that's no. My fucking brain's going away. That's what matters, bud.
1: <laughs> I'll let you worry about that. But I like I like the under. All right. Fair. I just think you're looking at a spot where Missouri at home should play better defensively. Right. We saw Missouri at home hold Auburn to less than 60 points. See, the total just seems too high. The thing
0: is, with the side, I think it's suspicious. Because you look at the yeah. game they won by what did you say they won by 44 last time?
1: Yeah, they won by 44. It was and, 87 to 45. And the
0: line was 14 and a half, and, and now it's and now it's eight and a half, and now it's eight. So to me, that seems like an okie doke spot to bet on Arkansas. So I play the I play the Tigers there, man. Uh, and I could okay. I, I could be a horrific loss by thirty points or something. Uh, Joan, have any thoughts the, on the total? I'm I'm leaning under too. I'm leaning. I think I
1: have to. I'm not sure Missouri can score.
0: No, I mean that's that's the thing. Any any kind of a defensive team, they're they're going to struggle. You know, they put up fifty against Iowa State, put up fifty four against yeah. Auburn. They're and gonna, the pace
1: the, we know for Missouri has been extremely painful to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, it has been. Although uh they've been they they good against Ole Miss last time out, but this is an Arkansas team that's uh won what? 5 of six, 5 of 6 and uh, or no, actually it goes it goes a little better than that. They won 9 of 10 and covered six straight. So mm-hmm. they ain't exactly playing bad ball now. Uh, I know Joan asked about uh New Mexico and Wyoming. Are you
1: walking in front of Wyoming?
0: No, I want to I want to see where it is, especially if it's it, Five and a half. Is it no? I want to see is it a home game or it's a road game?
1: It's at the pit. Yeah,
0: still, this is a really not quite a horrible New Mexico team, but man, they've certainly been inconsistent this season. Um, Wyoming's been good on the road, dude. Eight and two against the number on the road. I knew they were I knew they were strong. Um
1: I mean, I, I just don't know how, no. even though the first meeting was close, Wyoming's ranked for the first time in, I believe, like 30 years. Mm-hmm. So good for them. But they're 21 and 3. They've won 6 in a row. Yep. They went through a gauntlet. They beat like the best teams in the conference. Just yeah. back to back to back. They've just been rolling.
0: Yeah, they went they New went New Mexico's won They went okay. Colorado, they went Colorado State, Boise State, Fresno State, Utah State. Boom.
1: That's w- pretty good. Won, and you're looking at all. New Mexico. They've won 2 in a row. They beat Air Force, who sucks. And can I interest you in Northern North New Mexico? New
0: Mexico? Yeah, not just regular New Mexico. It's not a, it's not a big uh, urban school like that. It's uh Northern New Mexico, which
1: that's the point. New Mexico's won three out of the last four, but you look at who they've beaten. They beat a non-D1 team, Air Force, who is 3-9 in conference play, mm-hmm. and San Jose State, which is 0-12 in conference play. So against any team with a pulse, I'm not going to back the 2-8 and team in conference play with Patino at coach against probably the best team in the entire conference.
0: By the way, they gave up 77 to Air Force. That requires a... An effort of unbelievable proportions right there to do that. That Europe,
1: is, 70 to San Jose
0: State. Yeah, not good, not good. Um, Jones says it is a lot of points. I agree. It is 5.5 is and, and laying 5.5 on the roads. In a conference game, not usually a spot I love, but if I had to play it, and I probably will pass, but I, I can't, I'm not going to get in front of the team that's playing hot basketball right now. I'm just not going to do it. I can't get in front of Wyoming, James. man. Jones, James, sorry, buddy. Bronco Devil said I commented on old age brain, which comes from love. <laughs> no worries, man. That's uh and in the plus side, old age brain, I'll probably forget about it by later today. <laughs> I was there's a reason I was supposed to be pissed at Bronco Devil. I don't remember what it is. Oh well. Yeah, what the hell. Uh, need a game tonight to help me sleep, like the Eastern Austin P game. <laughs> oh man. Uh somebody somebody posted in my comment section because I took one of those as, as one of my unders. Somebody posted that that. It had gone over like twenty three times in a row. Like,
1: yeah, I don't fucking care. And it, it went. I'm assuming it went under. It did. It did. Yeah. yeah.
0: Eastern Illinois. They're hard to get a handle because they're a horrible, horrible basketball team. But every once in a while, they look competent. And it's usually when I'm watching them. So,
1: do they look competent, or is the other team just sleepwalking?
0: Oh. Um. That's yeah. That's that's the age old argument. Yeah, absolutely right. I'm sure
1: I, most of the teams in the
0: conference will look at the calendar and go, Oh, we got a freebie. Uh, somebody asked about Tulane Someone, uh, may, maybe even more than once I sorry if we missed that playing against the South Florida team at, uh, they don't like uh, what do you call it when you put the ball in the basket Scott what is that? Oh, uh, Score. that's it, that's the one I was thinking of they are dreadful 57.6 points per game doubles, uh, not good and uh, I'm going to guess without looking that they're bottom 10 in pace I could be. I could uh,
1: either bottom ten or bottom twenty. There you go. I mean, they're definitely down there. But Tulane has been pretty underwhelming on the road. They're two and six straight up, but they are five and three ATS, fourteen and eight against the number of the seasons. They have been good. Uh, South Florida is a team that we had an under on against Temple a while back because nobody could score, and shocker, nobody scored one hundred and one. But I like Ron Hunter as a coach. Of course, people remember him as being the guy from Georgia State, but you're looking at how Tulane's been doing. They're 11-11 overall, but they are 8-5 and five in conference play. They've actually been pretty good in the conference. And I do think that this team, that which has won four of six, is starting to play pretty good ball. Mm-hmm. They had a nice win against Temple in their last game. I like the golden wave here. I feel like that you're looking at a, the green wave, sorry. I think you're looking at a spot where uh, Tulane will actually score mm-hmm. and South Florida will not. I don't know if bulls can swim. I'll take the wave.
0: Uh, what's the number on this? Hundred and thirty. Good luck.
1: Money has actually come in on the over.
0: I well, this is Tulane played four straight overs. I get it. I, yeah. see, I see where that's coming from. They've they put up a shit ton of points. Uh, they played yet? This, uh, they put up sixty eight last time. Yeah, that seems that seems about in the wheelhouse. I'm I'm not getting in front of uh, Tulane here. I, give give me uh a team that hasn't scored scored 60 points once in their last 9 games. No, fuck that. I can not I can't. I not can't not it. interested. Yeah. The Dukies tonight. Uh by the way, Penguins should win by at least 4. Who's uh who the Penguins playing tonight, buddy?
1: Oh, uh, I'm trying to f- picture if that's going to be hockey or if that's Youngstown State. I'm assuming that's hockey. They play Philly. Uh Philly can not stop anybody. If you want to go for some props, I don't mind Crosby to score. You want to throw in a bunch of goal scores for Pittsburgh. That power play should really do whatever it wants against that penalty kill. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh should win that game handily. Uh,
0: Duke Wake Forest tonight. Somebody asking about the over at uh, close to a buck and a half. I got 149. I got 149 and a half. Yeah. Uh, it's wait. either
1: over or pass for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, surprisingly good. Wake Forest offense on the road. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but... Uh,
1: they also rank 56th in pace, so they're not afraid to push it a little bit. Duke ranks 140, so you should see a decent amount of pace in this game. Yeah, I don't mind it.
0: All right. Wake Forest defense been playing really good lately, but the level of competition hasn't been fantastic, so it's, they're definitely going to step it up a notch here. Somebody else asked us about something... I saw uh,
1: people talking about Villanova, Providence.
0: Oh, okay. About seventy sixers getting a couple.
1: Uh I would probably lean Boston, okay. but it's mostly because of the line. because Philly, we know, is a very tough place to play most years at least. But I mean, I like Oklahoma City plus the points against Philly, which is why I was our play that day for Friday. It's because when you trade Drummond and you trade Curry, and you get back a guy who's injured. You're going to be shorthanded, and you're throwing in Corkman's playing more minutes. You have Paul Reed on the bench, who's an absolute disaster. But Philly getting points at home is tempting. But Boston's been playing great basketball. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've really turned it around. I got to give Boston props. They seem to have overcome the early season struggles, and Embiid's going to do whatever he wants. But who's the second-best player? Maxi Tobias, Tobias Harris Tobias yeah. Harris, like I don't know. Yeah, I feel like if you want to take the 76ers, throw in some type of player performance boost, just take Embiid 30 plus in Philly to win. Because if they're going to win, Embiid basically has to drop 35.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely true. Uh, this is a Boston team that's won eight straight, they're not fantastic against the number, but. Great defense. Yeah, they play. They play serious defense. I do. I do like the under in that spot as well. And I'm on Boston uh, too.
1: Jefferson, if Millsap actually is playing, that's a negative. He's a Millsap shouldn't be in the league. Like I, I watched him play with the Nets. He should not be in the league. He should be in China.
0: Ronnie like, Millsap. He, he's it, awful. Ronnie Millsap.
1: Not Ronnie. Uh, Paul Millsap. Actually,
0: <laughs> he's upgraded to probable, but buddy. Paul
1: Millsap should not be in the league. He he's a terrible basketball player. Like he he's he's done. Okay, he's completely cooked. How do you really feel,
0: Villanova? Villanova, Providence? Because I interest you in two teams that win a lot and don't cover. <laughs> um, who do you like there, Villanova on the road, and they are catching four, buddy.
1: It's really really tough because these are easily the best two teams in the conference. I don't think it's close. Providence actually is in first place in the conference because they're twenty one and two. Villanova could easily win this game handily, but I got to go Providence. I can't fade a team that's 14-0 at home getting four points. I just can't do it. They're 14-0 straight up at home. Yep. Nope. So I'm expecting an absolute war. I'm expecting this game to come down to the wire. Villanova might win. This really just has final possession written all over it for me. I'm going to take the four.
0: You're looking for an edge Villanova seven and seven against the number on the road and Providence at home. Any guesses, Scott?
1: Uh, seven and seven.
0: seven and seven. There you go. So yeah, give me, uh, give me the points in the conference game with the undefeated at home team. And I'll, I'll, I'll you know what? I'll, I'll just take my chances. And if, and if Villanova wins by 20, which is certainly a possibility you tip your cap and you go, yep, they fucking had it tonight. So
1: no, it's one of those general pin, uh, principal plays. You're getting four points with a team that's 14 and zero at home.
0: That's good enough. For yep. Me. And T-Train says he's, a, he's got it at four and a half up there in Connecticut. So, yeah, I'm go- I'm gobbling up the points there. I'm not excited about it. I'm, I'm, it's a game I'll probably watch anyway. I think you'd agree, though.
1: That game just is going to have that final possession feel to it. And I think you'd agree. I would be surprised if one of these teams just ran away with this thing.
0: That's how it feels. That's, that's absolutely how it feels. Again, you know, you... Past performance no indication of future results, but...
1: Uh, these teams usually have competitive games. Yeah,
0: it does feel that way. Um, do, 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 do. Anybody else? You see any other comments?
1: Okay, you know. um, what else do I see? Um, sorry. Um, somebody said he's on uh, Kentucky and Michigan State two-team parlay. Okay. Uh, let me see those matchups there so michigan state's playing against penn state but i t- want to lay points on the road in big 10 play absolutely not uh is michigan state going to win probably but you lost me there because i can't do it and i actually like tennessee
0: this against, penn, this, uh, this, this this uh penn state team jumped up and bit me against purdue when they went to overtime there a couple weeks back Kentucky on the road against Tennessee. Um,
1: Tennessee's 13-0 at home. I mean, I just said the same thing about about Providence. I know that you look at Kentucky on the inside. They should dominate on the glass because they have the best rebounding big men And I don't know, 40 years of college basketball. like He just walks into 18 rebounds every single game. Mm-hmm. But Tennessee's undefeated at home. I, I, I can't go against them. Can you?
0: No, I can't. I can't. And this is a uh, Kentucky... Dude, Kentucky's one and six on Tuesday nights. Fuck, I'm sold. <laughs> Damn it, man. Um,
1: I, I don't think Tennessee's very good, but at home, they're extremely solid. And I feel like it's pretty telling that even though Kentucky's the better, the higher ranked team and clearly the more talented team, money's coming in on Tennessee.
0: Yep. Nathan Cerno, Wyoming minus three New Mexico. We both leaned Wyoming there. Oregon State plus four against Colorado. Ye- yes. Yes. I like the I like the under. Yeah, that's the that's the better play there. John Cena, Eastern Michigan. Uh, is that Central Michigan? Are they playing? Is that who they're?
1: Let me see. That. Uh, Eastern Michigan is playing against Central. That is correct. Okay. Um... I'm gonna go with Central. They're both bad. Ah, oh, they're both bad. Central though. Is five and six in conference play? Yeah. So they've actually not been a total walkover in conference play, but. Eastern Michigan's one in a one in twelve on the road. Yep. Central Michigan beat Ball State on the road. I'm not sure how they pulled that off, but Ball State's a really good home team. Uh-huh. I'll go with Central Michigan because they've shown me some form of a pulse.
0: Oh god, this team can't score though. Holy shit! If
1: you're if you're betting on that game, go to a meeting. Yeah. But I'll take the points with a team that's actually been okay in conference play.
0: At Eastern Michigan, man, it's a uh, they're dreadful defensively. Just, just utterly dreadful. So if anybody and can, they're hey,
1: one and twelve on the road. I mean, it's just
0: Central Michigan can score against anybody. I mean, they scored eighty nine against Ball State. I think. Over, over, to overtime. Overtime, I yeah, I thought it was.
1: But I'm asking, do you want to lay points to the one and twelve no. team on the road? No, absolutely not.
0: Absolutely not. No, not so. where defense has just been a sieve lately. No, no chance. Yeah. All right, buddy, you ready? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it here. Um, all right, you guys know what time it is. It is uh, it is that time where we uh, we put our heads together once again and uh, come up with a play. And it's time for all of you to get on your nice Tuesday overalls, climb aboard your John Deere, adjust your straw hat, fire that bad boy up, kids, because it's time to bet the farm. <sighs> All right, Scott, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but some people might not have been with us. So how did that farm play do yesterday?
1: We had a player prop. We had De'Aaron Fox over his point total, and he got there. So a nice winner for us.
0: Shooter banjos! <music> Yee-haw! Yeehaw. All right, there you go. What do we got cooked up for today, my friend?
1: So for this one, we're going to go with a total in college basketball. It's going to be Texas and Oklahoma. And we actually like the over in this game at 124.5 at minus 110 on BetMGM. You want to go through the recent performances. Oklahoma has been a little bit mispriced on their totals because six of Oklahoma's last eight games have had at least 125 points. Meanwhile, Texas has been extremely mispriced on totals. Three of Texas' last four games have added at least 141 points. Texas... Also ranks 28th in offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. Oklahoma ranks 35th. And the over is a 4-0 in Texas's last four games overall, while also being 6-2 in Texas's last eight games overall. We think that this total is too low. We think that this game should end up being a war. But we do think you will see this game get into either the high 120s or the low 130s.
0: There you go. One quick correction, because I put that last one in today. They are 6-2 and two over on the road. They're their last eight road games, not overall. So, there you go.
1: And I think I said three out of Texas' last four games have been 141. I meant road games.
0: Okay, there you go. So, clear that up. But, yeah, we like that play, man. That's just, I think this is a good lo- uh, buy low spot, so to speak, on this uh, Texas team that's known for their shutdown defense. But the offense of these two teams, I think, are going to rule the day and at least get us to... Uh, yeah, probably in the one thirty four range, something like that. So,
1: Plus if it's going to be close, you might see some scramble points.
0: Yep, absolutely true. So that's going to do it for our uh, our bet the farm play. We like it. You guys uh, have a great day. Thanks for stopping by. As always, don't forget wrestling show on Thursday and apparently NASCAR show on Friday. Vroom vroom. We're gonna have we're gonna have some fun uh, here the rest of the week. But as always, don't forget to join us each and every day, three p.m. Eastern, two p.m. Central as Scott and I will guide everyone on our journey as we all attempt to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.